Welcome to Shot Callers. I'm your host, Dennis Postma. And today we have a very special guest, Kelly Roach. She's a business strategist, coach, best-selling author, and the founder of Kelly Roach Coaching, Human Family Foundation, and the co-founder of the Courageous Brand, the Advanced Women's Expert Network, and Social Sellers Academy. Kelly, welcome to Shot Callers. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, well, it's we've been working at this for a while, haven't we? So uh, yes, yes, sir. Day finally get it going so you have a new book coming out right in february yeah let's let's talk about this the conviction marketing and let's talk about that first off and how that's different from your other books yeah absolutely yeah it is uh it's definitely wildly different from my other books but it's also i would say the next building block in helping online entrepreneurs understand how to build these just epic dominating world-class brands. So, you know, what we see in the world of online marketing, as we all know, is that the noise is at an all-time high, right? right? There's zero barrier to entry, and it's getting crazier and crazier. We have the great resignation that's going on right now, and we have millions of businesses that are pivoting from brick and mortar into the online space. So what does that mean for the average online business owner? It means you better understand how to differentiate your brand in a meaningful way. Otherwise, you will never get discovered. You will never get seen, heard, and paid, right? And it's all well and good if we show up online and we create lots of content and we have great intentions around what we want to do and who we want to serve. And we have a wonderful program that no one knows about. But if no one sees or hears you online, that's a big problem, right? It's so very big problem with yeah. all the noise right now like you said you mentioned how how do you stand out within that noise right now with absolutely yeah and and the biggest thing is the book is really breaking down the mindset and the methodology to understand how to go from being one in a million to being a category of one brand a category of one brand can be in any market big or small any industry big or small i've helped dozens of clients to do it and it really starts with defining your convictions. And that's why the book is called Conviction Marketing. Because what I find is that the vast majority of marketing online right now is called Me Too Marketing. Literally, it's people waving their hand saying, oh, yes, I do this too. Oh, yes, I cover this in my program also. Oh, yes, I saw my competitor was running an ad about ABC, XYZ. Well, I better be talking about that also. Otherwise, people won't choose me, right? And you're laughing because you know it's true. Absolutely, right? 100%, yeah. And yeah, this has completely taken over the online space. And, you know, I don't know about you, but when I started my business, I certainly did not envision building a brand in which I go watch and see what is trending on TikTok that I'm going to go lip sync. And I certainly didn't create a business so that I could go create reels on Instagram where I dance around and point at things, right? I started a business to make a difference in the world. And I can venture to guess that all of you that are listening to the show today did also. So I created this book because I wanted to give everyone a framework to understand how we went from being a six to a seven to an eight figure brand online 
in the business coaching space, which is extremely fragmented, and there's almost no other businesses that are at that level, especially female founded ones. And we did it over a period of a year, we went from seven to eight figures. And I'm walking everyone through this idea of how conviction marketing and actually standing for something and knowing what your beliefs are about what impact you want to make in the world with the work that you're doing and what you're willing to do about it uh, is really central to building a category of one brand. And I give a framework and a methodology. I explain the mindset. And, and really, the book is all about just empowering people to stop doing inauthentic marketing that really doesn't match their value system and start going to market with provocative, thoughtful pieces that will actually speak to your target market. There's, there's like a lack of, of innovation, new ideas, you know, thoughtful perspective. And, you know, this idea that was once called thought leadership has basically evaporated, right? We still right. call it thought leadership, but there isn't a lot of thinking going on. Yeah. So I am writing this book to help people kind of like find themselves again. That's really what it's all about is like rediscovering who you are, rediscovering why you built this business, rediscovering what message you have in your heart, in your soul, about what you want to do in the world, the difference that you want to make, and then how to translate that into the content that you create, the launches that you do, the marketing materials that you put forth that are really going to elevate and differentiate you in a very noisy world. That's I love that because I am very big right now, especially I'm getting back to basics within all my businesses and I'm going and I'm teaching success fundamentals and business fundamentals because yeah. we've gotten so cloudy with everything that we're doing. It's like you said, me too marketing or whatnot to where it's like, oh yeah, that's, that's our thing. And it's so, it's, it's like you said, so much has evaporated as far as just the basics and the essentials of what really building a successful brand and a successful business is. Amen and hallelujah. <laughs> I literally had this conversation inside the Unstoppable Entrepreneur, which is my flagship program yesterday. And I said, you know, I literally had a conversation with them. I said, I need you to focus on the fundamentals. The whole thing that is missing is everyone is chasing these surface level tactics that change every five minutes. And so they can't get anywhere in their business because they're, they're like these little like rabid animals that are just chasing these things. If we can just help business owners to understand core fundamentals, the principles that every billion dollar business was built on, and I'm super passionate about that. I came from Fortune 500, so I always say like I did real business before I did online business, right? If we can empower people to understand the basic fundamentals of how a sound business works, you don't have to be chasing all those things. If you want to be because it's fun for you, amazing. Right. There's nothing wrong with that if that feels authentic for you and you love it and you enjoy it. But I think a lot of people are bitterly disappointed with their entrepreneurial journey because they think that these tactics will provide an outcome that they simply can't. And it's really exactly what you just said. It is about returning to fundamentals. And I get into that in the book as well, really talking about like, what are the fundamentals of a successful business and how do you get back to refocusing on execution well of those core principles and, and not feeling like you're constantly on this hamster wheel of new, better, new, better, new, better. And, and it's like, it's quicksand. It's yeah. quicksand, right? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And I actually want to go back. I want to touch on that because it's so cool to be a CEO now and, you know, or, or an entrepreneur and all these things of your own business. And you got this cool car and I, you are one of the first people's Instagram posts that I've commented on ever that I can remember because it was an actual meaningful post. And I was like, yes, Kelly, I totally understand that and get that. And it wasn't like, uh, Hey, here's what's going on, why you should be an entrepreneur. It was something, it was a fundamental and I was so excited to just read it. And I, I had to post a comment. I've never com- commented before. And, and that was like one of the first ones. So tell me um, on that. Well, first of all, the other thing is I just interviewed um, 14 women last month and every one of them talked about their email list, either with me on screen or off. And, you know, you hear all this social media noise, but they also, every one of them fundamentally talked about their email list and they've been in business for a long time. And they say, you know, Facebook changes, uh, Instagram changes, like you said, TikTok, this, that reels, but the email list never changed And taking care of your email list and nurturing that is always going to be something that you can't take away. Do you have any comments on that or? I'll take it a step further and I'll tell you that for us, I mean, we use HubSpot and we're really focused on getting people's phone numbers, their email addresses and and their physical mailing addresses. I mean, we'll send out copies of my book for free to people constantly in exchange for a physical address. I mean, you're absolutely right. Any one of these platforms uh, can go to paid, can disappear, uh, can completely stop working for you at any time. I mean, we had a launch earlier this year where Facebook was going through some algorithm change, we'd invested $100,000 in ads and no one saw the content. And we're accustomed to doing multi-million dollar launches every single time. We have a very dialed in process and strategy, very predictable outcome. And it was like overnight, one change to the algorithm and boom. Now, luckily for us, we have 18 other mechanisms for how we're closing clients. And one of them is we have a sales team that's actually getting on the phone with people, right? But this is what you're bringing up here again, which I love this conversation so much. I just wish we could just like share this with everyone, every entrepreneur everywhere. What you're talking about is again, the foundation of sales success. It is relationship building with people over time, right? Social media is not your business. You don't own social media, right? And we have to remember what is going to be left when all of a sudden, we already know people are aging out of Facebook, right? Your population is aging out of Facebook. And, you know, I always like to look at things like this, okay? I always say, you know, would I be happy with what I'm doing? If I look back 20 years from now, am I going to be proud of how I'm showing up, of what I'm doing, of who I'm being, right? And I'm going to venture to guess for most people that are watching this interview that 20 years from now, you don't want to be on the latest new social media platform that all the cool kids are on and have to be doing these challenges and these, you know, new games that they're doing and and follow along. So to me, it's very, very important that you look at your business like an investor and you make strategic investments in building it in a way 
that you don't have to participate in the things that you don't want to, whether it's now, later, or down the line, and building that relationship marketing, that list, whether it's your email list, it's your phone number list, it's your physical address list that you can, you know, send things to, this is one of those fundamentals that has been completely lost, completely lost in the online world, which is amazing because if you go look at every billion dollar company on the planet, how did they become a billion dollar company, right? So it's just, it's a very interesting dynamic. And I, I'm working really hard in all of my content and my podcasts and things that I teach to try and, you know, help entrepreneurs come back to these concepts because I think a lot of people see the perception on social media of what it means to be a CEO or what it means to be an entrepreneur. And then they get in it and, and they're like, what, what is this? This isn't what I signed up for. This isn't what Instagram told me this is going to be like to run my business. This is awful. Right. Right. So I think we have to we have to prepare people. We have to empower people. We have to be a truth teller about what it really takes, because otherwise some people that really do have some great gifts that can make a huge difference in the world are going to opt out of entrepreneurship because the dream that they were sold is not the reality that they're going to be living. Right. And there's some fundamental skills that you just have to learn. We mentioned sales and I know in, in corporate world and we're going to talk about that a little bit, but you were the, one of the youngest sales VPs. I, I hear people now so often, they're like, well, I don't want to get all salesy on somebody. And it's like, wait, you have to understand everything you do in this world is sales. Everything you do from, from relationships. That, so talk a little bit about that. And why is it we, we have gotten, so, I know there's obviously sour taste in some people's mouth, but why have we gotten away from that so much? Yeah, I mean, again, I think everything's been really kind of dumbed down and oversimplified. I remember when I first started as an entrepreneur, the thing that I was most passionate about was teaching entrepreneurs sales because I had this great sales background and I knew I could change so many people's lives and help them to achieve financial freedom. And I remember the first thing that I did was launch a product teaching people to sell and it completely bombed completely bombed. And so I, I learned very quickly that entrepreneurs live in this fabricated fantasy land where you don't sell anything. So I changed the word sales to marketing and all of a sudden my business started exploding. And I'm like, I, it's literally the same thing right now. Sales and I'm oversimplifying there, but you understand the point of what yeah. I'm saying. We've glossed over, dumbed down, and oversimplified what it takes to be successful. Every role in an organization is a sales role. My role is a salesperson. When I lead my 50-person team, I'm selling them on what we're executing as an organization. Yeah. Every, every manager is a salesperson getting their team to buy into what they need them to execute, right? If your marketing team, of course, is sales. Our whole marketing team actually is does marketing, but a lot of them also sell as well. And they're some of our best salespeople because they, they best understand the psychology, right, right, of the buyer. And then we have a, a sales team, and of course, that's what they do. But yeah, I, I think, again, we, we have to live in reality, not in fantasy. And if you want to build a successful business, there has to be someone in the business that's focused on generating revenue, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Because nothing moves without that portion of the business, no matter how great your product is, it doesn't matter if nobody purchases it. Yeah. So tell me the idea of being a business athlete in the world of entrepreneurship. Yes. So I started using this word over the last year. Um, because a couple of things. Number one, you know, when, when someone sees someone like you or myself online, 
and they see the energy and the success and the results and, and the multi-million dollar business and all these things that feels really exciting and inspiring. And people want to jump on board. They want to work with you. They want to be in your program, all of these things. And that's all wonderful. And I'm here to serve. But what I discovered really quickly is that the vast majority of people are actually not willing to do the work that it takes to achieve the results that they want. So I started having a very direct and open, honest conversation with the market. And even in my launches where I started sharing, you know, I'm only interested in working with business athletes. And if you're not willing to be a business athlete, you need to kind of like wrap it up and shut it down. And that's why 85% of businesses still fail. We have information and education coming out of our ears on YouTube, on podcasts. You can, you can watch free business education 24 hours a day, seven days a week if you want to. But there's a difference between consuming information and taking intentional focused action. And so I really like to challenge people's thinking around this idea of, are you willing to be a business athlete? And what does an athlete do? They run drills, they recover quickly from injuries, they fall down, they get back up again, they fail often and fail quickly and, and, and learn from it so that they can get better and move forward. And these are the things that I, I see are lacking so much in the world of entrepreneurship. And it's why so many businesses don't make it. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to educate the world of entrepreneurship on the mindset and the commitment that it takes to become that multi-million dollar CEO that I know we all have inside of us, right. but it's not about manifestation or about wishful thinking or about positivity. Although I love all of those things, I'm a huge fan and, and a huge student of personal development. But at the end of the day, intentional and focused action where you can move quickly through failure and learn from it and recover and keep moving forward. The, these are the secret keys. Like the, the, these are the keys to the kingdom, right? Yeah. And I, I love that you say that because I just, I, I heard a while back and I loved it. And I can't believe I hadn't heard it before, but somebody said, if knowledge was power, um, we'd all be in, in perfect shape yeah. and skinny, right? Because we all know what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to eat more than we're supposed to, you know, than when the calories yeah. burn. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and I often tell, I love that you put it as an athlete because A, an athlete is usually coachable. So being a business coach, you know that that's important. But also I tell, I tell a lot of my staff, are you hurt or are you injured? Just like we learned when we played sports, like, if you have a cough or you, you know, you're feeling down for the day, are you hurt or are you injured? Are you not able to come to work? Yeah. Or are you, oh, I might not play as hard as I usually play. Yeah. And so I love that analogy. That's, I don't know. I, it's surprising that nobody, I haven't heard that before either. So that's great. Yeah. I, I think that the more that we take a cue from the world of athletics, the more successful that we'll all be. I think that the world of entrepreneurship has become very soft <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it doesn't help anyone. Right. That's the thing. Like, I, I feel like for those of us that are teachers and educators and mentors, Part of our job, of course, is the education, the inspiration, the teaching, the, the passing the torch on the fundamentals that will make people successful. But another piece of it is really helping people mentally prepare for the journey. Because if you can't mentally sustain staying in the game, that's the thing that'll take you out. And I, I love that you just brought up health and wellness because I actually talk about this all the time. And I, I tell my, my team and my clients, like, they always say, like, what, what would be the number one piece of advice you would give people that want to go from seven to eight figures? And I always say, 
focus on your mental and physical health because that's the thing that'll take you out. It's yeah. hard enough as it is, but if you are not able to mentally sustain moving from failure to failure and learning and then adjusting and not taking things personally and being able to dust yourself off and reset for more, that's the thing that takes people out. Right. So I think there's there's this whole conversation about, you know, the mental toughness element of what it takes to achieve success. And then there's an, another conversation about instilling the fundamentals. But they're really they're two sides of the same coin. And I think to help really empower people, we have to focus on both. Right. Yeah, I completely agree. I've had health issues in my past, you know, big health issues. And so that's I, I'm very focused on that. But the mental health, because no matter how hard you work or how smart you work, it's still going to be hard work as an entrepreneur. And so people don't, so many people don't understand that the hard work is you have to put it in. It's I try to teach that all the time and they just, they forget about that place. Yeah. Well, and a lot of the mentors and teachers forget to mention that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's perpetual. It's a lie that's perpetuated. Yeah. And so I actually, I, I talk about it all the time. I'm like, you will work whatever, however hard you think you're going to work to make this work, like multiply it times a thousand. All of the most successful people in the world are also the hardest working people in the world. That doesn't mean you don't work smart. That yeah. doesn't mean you burn the candle. I get eight hours of sleep every single night. I exercise every day. It doesn't mean that you're burning it, but there's, there's like a discipline there. Yeah. there. There is an intentionality. There is a discipline. There is an intensity of focus that all very successful people have like period end of story right i love it i love it because i tell people when i explain it to people i'm like you have to decide what when you build your expectations and your standards you have to decide what league you're playing in you could be amazing at at jv basketball but it doesn't mean that you're ever going to go to the nba so you have to decide which league you're playing at because you may be amazing in this field at, 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 at jv and that's because you got to get into the same league before you can play that before you can play that and you have to decide that's exactly that right that's exactly right that's so i it. love i love the way that you the compared to athletes it's just great what what would you say to future generations of uh they could learn about entrepreneurship well i'm, I'm working on that right now actually right. so you know one of my other companies is called the courageous brand and we just launched our first program for six to eighth graders where we actually are now having schools purchase curriculum that they are teaching entrepreneurship in schools. And my feedback to the future generation would be uh, start now, start early. I didn't start my business until I was almost 30 years old, right? I'm about to have my 10 year business anniversary. I wish so badly that I had started sooner. I didn't even know what the world of entrepreneurship was until I was you know, far along in, in my corporate career. So uh, I, I would love to see future generations uh, soak in the knowledge and, and just what's available in podcasts and YouTube and, you know, all the resources that are at their fingertips. And, you know, I, I envision a world, and this is a big part of where I'm going to dedicate my focus, you know, as I go forward as an entrepreneur, I absolutely envision a world where kids, as they graduate high school, already have a six-figure business and they don't need to go get into $200,000, $300,000 of debt to yeah. go to higher education. And so that's a huge part of like my mission and where I'm going as a person and what I would like to see happen in the world of entrepreneurship. I love that because I talk to my nephews about it all the time. I'm like, let me show you some things now at your age that yeah. you may not understand why now, but that's, 
when I fell into entrepreneurship and learning in business, I was 20, I had no clue what I was doing. And I am, I feel so blessed that I learned that at that age of just like, like literally just fortunately I was dumb enough to where I listened <laughs> or yeah. smart enough to where yeah. I listened, you know, ignorant yeah. was bliss. So um, I love that you're teaching that. So tell me a little bit about like with your, the philanthropy work that you're doing with the Human Family Foundation. Yeah, absolutely. So our goal is, you know, we started off back a couple of years ago and we were doing a one for one model where for every client that we closed, we made a donation to Charity Water. And then as the company began to grow and grow, we were like, hey, this is really cool. We can we can build like an entire well. Right. So then I guess it was in 2019, we fully funded our first well. And then we really looked at it and said, you know, we want to be able to uh, donate to do meaningful projects around the world and, and make a difference and not necessarily have it be that we have to give the money to another organization, but like if we see a need, we can directly donate, we can directly give back. And so, you know, there's, there's two things, you know, with the Human Family Foundation. Number one, obviously, it's our channel for giving back and making a difference. But number two, and probably the even more important piece of that is, I'm, I'm trying to create a generation of entrepreneurs that build giving back into their business from day one, even when they're starting small, even when it might be 50 cents a month, even when, you know, it's only $30, you know, we were a baby, baby company, uh, you know, I don't even know where we were from a revenue standpoint when we started, but we just started with a donation of $30 a month, which by the way, brings clean drinking water to one person for the rest of their life. So, I mean, you can't say that we can't all make a difference. We right. can, right? And you can do it from the very beginning. So that's, that's a huge focus with the Human Family Foundation. It's like, how can we encourage all entrepreneurs to make this a part of their business model, no matter how big or small from day one and, and really helping people see that they can make a difference. And that's, that's really awesome because it's just snowball, snowballs like everything else. You know, you start at just any point, whatever it is, and it's everything else, just like retirement accounts, everything. It just starts at one point. That's yep. really, yeah, I condone you for that. That's awesome. That's a I, very good example you're setting. So Thank tell you. me this, just one thing. So now you're transforming, you're helping overwhelmed, overworked entrepreneurs into building seven-figure CEOs. What, what would you say the secret to that is, or is there a secret or is it back to basics or what would you say to that? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think when we talk about this idea of focusing on the fundamentals, you know, in the world of entrepreneurship, running a business is simplified down to generating sales. And we all know that it doesn't matter how big your launch is or how many sales you can make. If you don't have systems, infrastructure, and a winning team behind that, you'll lose every dollar that you make. So the secret to going from six to seven to eight figures and how we help clients do it is we really focus on kind of five systems from the standpoint of being able to scale your sales on the front end and then being able to institute the systems, the infrastructure, and the people on the back end so that you can have a business that runs like a well-oiled machine that is sustainable, uh, that has the components of what it's going to take to actually operate a business versus just having a sales mechanism. And, and a lot of people don't understand the, the distinction between the two, but uh, there aren't a lot of business teachers out there that are helping people understand these things. And that's really the biggest difference, I would say, between what, what I do and maybe a, a business coach, right? I'm really a strategist, and my focus is helping people to understand the core fundamentals that go into building a sustainable company, not just how to generate sales. 
if yeah. that makes sense. Absolutely, yeah. What What is one piece of advice you would give to somebody who's thinking about becoming an entrepreneur and starting their own business right now that has heard all the hype and 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 thinks it's a good idea? What would, What advice would you give them to start up and what they need to think? What they need to know. The most important thing is to build your relationship with imperfect action and failure. Anyone today can be successful as an entrepreneur if they have the grit, the tenacity, the willingness to show up on social media every day. Like you can do it. Like anybody can do it. But you have to build a, a positive association with failure to extract the learnings that will be required to get to where you're trying to go. So I would say really focus on that relationship with failure and extracting the learnings and, and really allow yourself to try and test and play in the playground of imperfect action because that's how you innovate. That's how you really land on the core concepts that are going to be central to how your business is going to grow. I love it. I tell everybody to just go after it and course correct, know what you want and start going after it because it's going to take so much course correction anyway. But if you sit there through paralysis analysis and don't do anything, we all know where that ends up. We're all broke and, and, and the business fails, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Kelly. How do we get a hold of you and how do we get, to, when, when's this book coming out and tell us about when we can get it? Awesome. Awesome. So definitely subscribe to the Kelly Roach show 20 minutes or less twice a week. It'll change your life. Kelly Roach show subscribe to that on podcast, iTunes, you know, whatever the case, the book comes out in February and you can get on the waiting list now by going to convictionmarketing.com. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on the show, Kelly. I hope to have you back before your book comes out or when it comes out and then we can discuss it even further. That would be amazing. Great conversation today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.